it is uh, Saturday, November 4, 2023. And uh, I'll be reminded and maybe that uh, face I saw over over my face uh, but uh, in the opposite way he looked down uh, he looked down over my face so he was his eyes was where my mouth was like that and uh, I didn't knew who he was but uh, I am thinking it could be my father, my earthly father. And uh, because I'd be reminded today that uh, he passed away this day uh, for, um, in 1970. He had been away from earth for a long time now uh, because he was old when I was born and uh, he was born in 1908 1908 uh, so I had the old parents already from the start and um uh, and I still remember that day on his funeral. I didn't. I didn't know how how he died. Uh, I didn't see him when he died because I live in another city, and I was young. Uh, and. Um, it is sad but it it was true in that way that uh, my uh, it, my mother had a, a birthday in August uh, 1970 and she was it was her 60 birthday she she was 60 years old and my father come they were divorced my parents but my father come to celebrate her on her 60 birthday and uh, I thought that he should only only be over that day coming and visit but he was staying, and uh, they come together, my my parents. And uh, as a child, I should have been very happy that it happened. But it was scary for me. Uh, it it sounds maybe like selfish that I uh, I was sleeping uh, in my mother's house because I I was still 
living with my f- mother and I uh, my father got my room to sleep in but he was sleeping in my mother's bed uh, but that room was for him and so I had to sleep on a sofa in the living room uh, very openly and uh, I had that in my thinking the whole time when I laying there that um, I had been and visit him he lived in Stockholm and I had been there with with a friend uh, in that time and uh, uh, in the night when we sleep in his home he come over me my father and wanted to uh, intimacy I don't know but in ordinary speaking he want to have sex with me and and I wake up that he was just laying was on his way down to lay over me uh, we were sleeping on the floor on a mattress and he was going over me and uh, I saw he was hard between his legs and uh, he was so drunk so he didn't recognize his daughter because and I wondering how he could not uh, notice that I have my friend with me or if he wanted to to be together with both of us but he was laying over me and then wanted her and um, I know that uh, sometimes one uh, sometimes he was calling me uh, when we were separated and he was sitting and talking most of the night I had to wake up when I should go to the school but but he wanted to talk to me and didn't care that I had to go to the school and so he was the whole time in when he lived together with my mother also when I was a young child he wake me up in the night and let me sit and listen at him when he was talking his drunk talking and um, and I, I fall to sleep in the school so uh, so many times so they thought that I was behind that I was not uh, okay in my brain so I needed to go to I don't know what it is in English but uh, the class for retired retired uh, children those that is not developed.
in in the brain and uh, but they uh, test me how much I knew of uh, school works and they uh, find out that I was not stupid in my brain that it was something else and uh, and my teacher come uh, in home to my home but it was my home was like a castle and i know now i know now why it was it was like the royals should could come into my home it was perfect home and uh, i don't know what uh, my mother told told my teacher because i i was in the school i was not at home when the teacher came and my mother told me that the teacher had come and talked to her and uh, maybe the teacher was to my mother's cafeteria because she, she worked the, the whole time she had when um they uh, it was of course my, uh, before they divorced my parents so uh, she may and she had a cafeteria just uh, in that time it was divorce so maybe she was home and the teacher gone and uh, she said she say something that make the teacher believe that them the home was okay my father was of course not home so could so she could see him he was out uh, uh, and uh, he was working uh, but maybe not in that time <laughs> i go a little back and forward because i don't I don't remember that time uh, because it was so bad a time so i have hide it in my brain uh, to not remember it and um, it was very hard time it was much evil going on in my home and um, but my teacher accepted and um uh, that teacher uh, she was married to a pastor so maybe my mother talking like that church things with her and, uh, and so i was up uh, to my father and he he wanted to have sex with me and i i wake up my friend and say that we have to run away we have to go out very fast and she didn't know what it was but she she heard and saw me was that i was very scared 
to death. So we ran out from my father's home. And it was in the middle of the night. And uh, he li he didn't live in the center of Stockholm. He lived on outside Stockholm in Serbam. Hit the subway, uh, and we we had to we had to wait for uh, the train, local train or uh, subway. I think it's that name in English. Uh, the station was closed because it was night, so we have to wait until it was maybe four o'clock in the night when it start the train to go into the center of Stockholm and we could come to the train station to take the train back home to our city and uh, and of course I explain for her when we sit and wait and I remember it was very cold uh, that uh, night and um, so uh, that was something I remember when I was laying in the living room and I had no door to close uh, to close me in, in. Uh, and my father was there in in our home and uh, the first I was thinking about it, it was that uh, he was had uh, drinking so much in his life, so his brain had started to change. Uh, so he was uh, a little more violent. And I had to go to the kitchen and find all the knives and scissors to hide them so he couldn't when he was drunk he could take take a knife and put it in into me and kill me so i was very frightened and my mother was on her job she was away and I had, I was with my drunk father when I didn't have a school in that time. And, uh, and then one day I, it exploded in, inside me. I couldn't have it anymore. I couldn't hold it back. And I was very mild. I was kindly and loving person. Uh, uh, and uh, but in that time I have to be strong, powerful. So I and my father was very drunk, and I took him, took him down to our railway station. And it was not hard because the railway station was just at our house. 
but he was going with me uh, and I didn't say anything where we should go. So he only followed me and he was very drunk to, uh, so the brain doesn't work on in him. So he didn't understood. He didn't ask. He only followed me. And maybe it was a new person he saw in me. I was only 16 years old. And he saw a strong person in me. So he only followed me. And uh, and I pay his train ticket to Stockholm. And, uh, and then I followed him to the train and placed him up on the train. It was in that time when it was stairs up to the to the train wagon and uh, the what I said to him it was true but it was very sad in the same time because I I say to him uh, uh, go home go home to your place I don't want to see you anymore I, I say to him and and the train took him away and uh, uh, it was I I don't remember really uh, when my mother is born but she's she was born in August and then uh, I was laying in that uh, sofa I, I don't know if it was something with my room that had to be done because I was, I preferred to sleep in uh, the sofa and I didn't want to go into that bed where me, my father had been sleeping. And, uh, and I, I lay there because I was sick that day. And uh, a telephone ringing, and I I went up because I'd be surprised no one called to our home when my mother wasn't there. But I I took the call, and my aunt on my father's side, she told me that your father is dead. She said that only to me. She was not saying mild. She only said that right uh, straight out. Uh, your father is dead. And then she said that um, he was uh, on he was dancing in the evening one one of the days, yeah, it was, I, I have not checked out what day it was, the November 4th, 1970, but he was uh, out and dancing with a, a woman, and we, we come up to his 
apartment. We went into his apartment when he had died and we could see what they have done the last evening. It was nice dinner that they have eaten and uh, the bed was a mess so they have had sex and uh, and then go out and dancing and um, my father he had a heart that was growing because of alcoholic uh, so it was growing bigger bigger and when he was out have drinking eating have sex and then out and dancing and he was 62 years old and uh, suddenly his heart uh, broke it go open up and, and the blood all over his body and kill him and um, and she be scared it was a woman that was only just for that evening he had. And um, I have not told you, uh, I, I, I forget to tell you that when my father called me in the nights and wanted to talk to me, his stupid talk, and I was I had to go to bed because I needed to go up, go go to the school. But uh, he was talking to me about that he had young girls in his apartment that he pay and give them alcoholic to and have sex with them. And he said to me, they are. Uh, like childish, you say, they are in the same age as you. And I maybe was 15 years old, and he, my father was with them when he was 60. And it was terrible to hear it. And um, so I had that in my mind when I told him, to to never I want never I didn't want to see him again and and then he died without I have seen him and we have no open uh, casket we don't have any open uh, funeral here in Sweden so I didn't see how he looked like when he was dead. But uh, my aunt, she told me in the telephone uh, that she had seen uh, he, her brother in the newspaper because um, when he fell down on the floor, dance floor, maybe that woman he had with him, I don't know, who it was, but maybe that woman or someone else took took his uh, 
wallet because my father had just just when he died he had uh, winning on a lottery he had lots of lottery uh, that he had got when he was working and when they did some work because he was a salesman for insurance company and he was the manager for their department for that city we lived in and every time they did they they get many people that want to buy insurance they got a lottery ticket that is like um, you it's a lottery ticket for many years that you can win on it cost much money very much money it's not a lottery to go in in a in a store and buy just for that day it it was a lottery for many years to have and when he died i got my part of my i have a brother and a sister and they got lottery also and i got one third of those lotteries but i sold them because i was in a school i needed extra money and um, and but he had just a winning on them it was like uh, like $150,000, like that. So he had lots of money on him. The, in that time, 1970, we don't, didn't have any bank card in Sweden. We had the money on us. But of, of course he, he had in in a bank. But uh, the money he need to have for to buy alcoholic, and he was smoke smoker to have to smoke, and so he need to have much money. And then also they saw him that he have gold because uh, he was fired from his job as a manager for insurance company because he was drunk, so much drunk, so he couldn't work anymore. So when he lived in Stockholm, he was um, import. He imported things from uh, Japan and he was importing Rolex uh, those clock watch uh, and so he have a Rolex clock on him and they, they saw that he was very uh, wealthy man so they took his wallet and uh, in the wallet it was his ID, ID, ID card so it disappeared, so they didn't know who he was. 
that was laying there dead on the floor. And that woman was running away. Uh, and she was not there to tell them who he was. So what they did was to take a picture of his death mask. And then they placed that in the newspaper asking if someone knew who he was, this man. And my his sister, she had the newspaper. So uh, as soon as they put it in the newspaper, she saw, that's my brother, they asked who he is and she called the police and and uh, my father was saying very often when when he was drunk he was always drunk i know i saw him sober only a few times when he was in the hospital but uh, not not one day was he sober uh, outside the hospital and he was in prison and he was uh, he was not at home and uh, I didn't grow up with a father I had a father but I didn't grow up with him because he, he was in the bar restaurant and then of course he was selling uh, and did uh, work with his salesman. He had uh, big parties for the salesman where he was the manager and it was much to drink. And so uh, um, so the, it, it was how he died. He died. He was he had no problems with with the body more than how he was drinking away the body, that the heart, heart was growing. But it was not genetic that I should get it. Uh, and my mother was also very healthy. And my, my, my parents was healthy, so uh, the... The sickness I have in my body is not genetic. It's coming from the outside. It's not from the inside. So I know it's because of what, everything that have happened in my life have made me get chronic distressed. I have been full of stress. I had high blood pressure when I was eight years old, and that's rare. So I have, that have make, make me be sick in my body, not uh, on my own. I was on my way to be like my father. I was drinking very much for some few years. It was only very few years, maybe four years, that I was very drinking, and um, so and it is thirty years since I, 
I have been drinking any alcoholic. I don't drink at all because my pancreas is bad. So that can give me cancer and I die. So I stopped as soon I heard that my pancreas was bad. Um, so when I have never smoked in my whole life, and my parents, both of them, was smoking very much. So I have very much smoke inside me because of the childhood. But I have not done it on my own. Um, so uh, this was the day my father died. And um, he maybe died because uh, they didn't, they maybe don't, didn't do any death certificate on him as they didn't know who he was. So it can be maybe yesterday also that he died. Uh, and um, and I, I uh, come up to his funeral and I had this. I'm going to place it uh, on this uh, recording so you can see what flower I I bought for him. It was a special flower and maybe I can find Maybe is it something with that flower? Because I was really haunted for that flower to lay on his grave, to lay on his casket where he was before. It was um, it was not a ordinary funeral. He he was burning up the body, um, and uh, that's what I wanted to talk about. But I stop and say something else. But now I I say it because my father, when he was drunk, he always say uh, he say first he say spit on my grave because he felt sorry for him himself uh, he was so selfish and you know he he was pedophile also to spit on my grave he say and then he also say that uh, my mother should make sure that they cut up his arm and see that the blood doesn't come come out from the wound. So he he was frightened to wake up in in the grave and and be not dead, be not deceased. He was frightened but he was laying in the police station for some days before they make his death mask and place it in the newspaper. And then 
my aunt called them. So he had been um, deceased for a long time, and he and they could see that on his body that he he didn't have any blood running. So it didn't need to be be that they have to cut up. Maybe they they cut up him to see what he died of, as it was no one there to tell when he died. So um, it. I want to say that it's very strange that it he died on this day, All Saints' Day, and um, uh, because he had coming and told, he had coming after after life, because I am. Um, in year 2000, when I do should do a suicide, and uh, and then um, my daughter and I was waiting for it was something going on in in our home that uh, that. Uh, evening when I should go into the lake and kill myself. And uh, and my daughter felt it also. And, um, and it was like a wind going on in our home. And I said to my daughter that it's something very strange going on in the home. And I I could see uh, we had uh, an American uh, way style of a fan, and I saw when I when I come into the room to our bedroom, um, my bedroom, the fan was going normally, but uh, I could stand. Out just outside the room, and look in to it, uh, to the room, and when I look at the fan in the ceiling, it was going very very fast. It's running very fast, like like it should fly away from where it was sitting. And as soon as I walk into the room. It was normal uh, speed on it, so I I did it many times because I, I thought it was very strange that it did, and um, and it um, um, I had a, a, a person coming to my home that. Uh, very strange that I got contact with him when I had this uh, going on in in the home. Very strange things, evil things was going on in in my 
home uh, and uh, my uh, I was married in that time so I talked to my husband about it and then it be uh, it be worse when he was uh, he was flying to Texas and I was by myself in in the home and my daughter was home because she had a school so we, she she and I was at home but my husband was in Texas in that time and I I, I couldn't hold it it was so much evil going on when he was not at home and it was like um, the evil things uh, was uh, going on with my husband but when he was not in the home it targeted me and I, I it was very strange that I uh, one night I I had a, like a, a vision dream that I was standing outside a house and uh, looking to the terrace balcony uh, I look into the window uh, at that balcony and I saw a child was hunting of a, a ghost it was some someone hunting that child and uh, and it was not uh, it was not dark it was white uh, that uh, that did it uh, but the boy was very scared screaming i didn't heard him screaming but i saw his face that he w had so much fear and i couldn't open the doors i was only on the outside looking in and i was screaming run 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 uh, to that boy and then uh, i wake up when i was screaming round 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 and uh, the strange things that uh, uh, when uh, that evening when i should go down to the lake to the lake and kill me it was the same senor uh, picture it was I'd be very scared because it was a white thing was on my balcony. It was the opposite. It was on the outside. It was something white was on the balcony. And I have just been in a fight with a devil in my sleep. So I was already scared when I... I run up and from the bed and and light up a room and uh, uh, really wake me up and when I run out from the room I saw a white shape was standing at the balcony and it was like I had seen myself running from evil things 
that was in my dream and I had it in reality then later on. And um, so it was much going on. I couldn't take it because I didn't know God. I could. I have not started to uh, be more strong and powerful in the way that I had to leave uh, Sweden and I had to leave my evil husband and I, I had to leave everything to be homeless in United States. And in United States did I come to know God because of all evil that I went through in in United States. And uh, I come to know that I was not killed even if the, I had weapon on me. I have knife on my throat and I had gun on my head. I was kidnapped. I was raped, but I was not killed in United States. I always, it was always someone that helped me to escape the whole time. So I knew it was something that I couldn't see in that time that helped me. Someone helped me. And then I come to understand. Uh, and I ask if if Jesus was God that I started with. And, um, and then uh, I didn't get an answer. So I, ans- I understand that. I I didn't get the answer because Jesus was not God. And uh, I asked also in the first month I was in the United States and I had no money and I had no home. I had no one uh, to walk to uh, to get help that was visible. And uh, I asked... Uh, that was one of the first time I talked to God or I talked to afterlife and I asked why am I here why what why am I here in United States on my own I am only a woman I am only an old, old woman what can I do? What can I do to help help the world? I say it was my first month in the United States, and I asked that question. And when I waiting for the answer, then it come like a church building from the air, and. Uh, coming down from heaven and uh, it says that a voice say I should uh, build a church but I don't think it was a building church it was a church what it means with the church that's also something 
we need to look up uh, what does that word church means. But it was a, a church uh, building, the picture of it, uh, and with a staple, uh, a high up staple, uh, this uh, Lutheran church style. And, um, and so I, uh, that was the answer. And I, I shake my head because I didn't have one dollar when I was asking. I was in not in my own home, and I, I had no money for to buy any food. Nothing. I had zero. And I live in, a, in. A, the devil's home in that time also. That's why I asked God, because it was so very hard on me. And I didn't know how to survive already the first month. I didn't have any money to buy food. And I was thinking to go and eat from the plate outside the restaurants. There was food. Uh, but the birds was coming before I could do it. So I could go four days without any food to have eaten. It was very hard because I didn't know how to do it. And you that have followed me, you know that uh, I was on my way to be killed of a pastor. And then I... I called the police on him because he was on his way to kill me. And then the police come and took me to a hotel. And um, and they were thinking maybe that I had friends or families that should come and take me from the hotel. But I didn't have any. And... Um, and then the last night I was to the hotel, I didn't know where to go because I didn't know about churches. I have not been in the churches, and especially not in the United States. So I wake up in the night of a bright light in the darkness in the air. And uh, I didn't... As I didn't see anyone in that bright light that was in my room, but I heard a voice, so I understand it was God that was talking to me, because I could, couldn't see any person in, in that bright light. It was almost white light, and uh, he said, um, I, I I sit up in the bed when the light was there and I ask God because before the light come I have laying down in the bed and wondering what I should do the next day when I could be, not be in the hotel and and I was in in a small city where they didn't have any shelter 
to help me with them. I couldn't take the bus because I didn't have one dollar on me. And uh, so, and then it was uh, was this light, and I asked into that light because I understand it was a living thing in that light. And uh, I asked what I should do. And um, uh, he, he told me that I should go to a church. And I asked him that uh, uh, what, uh, what uh, kind of church should I go to? And uh, the voice inside the light said that I will show you. And then I asked him, what should I say when I'm coming to the church? What should I say? Tell them. And the voice in the light said, I will show you that voice. So I fall to sleep again. I suppose that light make me uh, could sleep in the night. And then when I wake up in the hotel room, I was thinking because I had staying at hotel in in some countries because I had been traveling before uh, United States. Uh, so there was uh, in those hotel in Europe, it was uh, a Bible. Uh, it's called. Gideon, Gideon Bible, and it was a free Bible that they placed in the hotel room. So I was thinking, maybe there is a Bible here in the room, and I I got the the Bible, and then. I didn't know where to read because I had not opened the Bible and I didn't know where. So I placed a finger only. I took down a finger, only look away and then I place a finger in the Bible and it come to to uh, Psalm 68 and the uh, it says about my situation that I was poor but holy, and um, and then I, um, what church should I go to? And there were some, many, many churches. Was it very much? I was in United States, States so it was many churches, and I did the same. I I place a finger into the telephone book and uh, I come to a, a church called the the church of Sharon the Sharon <coughs> and I know today that the, uh, that Sharon it's the flower that was on the uh, under the cross where Jesus was hanging, it was there around, and uh, 
they say that blood of Jesus, when it's fall down on the ground, it color that flower to be red. The Rose of Sharon is the name of the flower. And um, uh, so I went there and they didn't understood me. It was a total black church and I come there as a white person. I was so extremely white when I went into the church. Uh, but before I was calling the church and say that I, that God had come in the night and talked to me, and the bishop in that church he laughed at me and say that the bishop, that uh, the the God doesn't God doesn't talk to anyone, and uh, it come like. If it was God or it come from the afterlife, a voice going angry at him and say that because the bishop say God doesn't talk to anyone and he if it was God that talked to you, he should not talk about our church because our church is very, very small. Uh, so he had that idea that God's church need to be a very big church. That's what people think. Those uh, big churches, there is big churches that got money from gangsters, criminals. Uh, people give them money. It doesn't need to be God that give them money. And uh, a small church can give more money than a big church to a person that they don't know. And uh, most, uh, most of the time the pastors take the money by themselves. If the money should come to a person and they give it to the, the pastor or those that work in the top of the church it maybe will not be to that person it going into the pocket of the pastor so it doesn't mean that the big church ha will give most of the money and the, I was not there for the money to get money from the church I was there to get help in my situation to have a place to stay, to be uh, protected. It was not the first thinking was money, but uh, that church, the bishop, thought it was about money. And um, I got the money to stay one week in the hotel, one week more, so I can could think about my situation and do it on my own to help myself. And not the church didn't help me. They helped me for one week to stay at the hotel. And, and that's what it. And then I was by myself again. And, and 
and close to that pastor that wanted to kill me. So I was scared because he could easily find me in that little city. So um, um, the, uh, the time is flying away now in my recording, so I can't record so much more. But it is uh, now when I, I say I should finish my recording, is there some a spirit that will come and talking? And uh, yeah, he reminded me that I have not told you what I should have said from the beginning, that I have not, my father have not talking to me from afterlife, uh, but I have seen him. And uh, and uh, he was not a good father, but uh, I helped him because in that evening when um, when the the highest priest came and stood in my room and changed my way of how I was thinking, and that uh, changed. Uh, in that way that God come and talk to me after that higher priest have left my home and uh, God come and talk about my future and change everything my direction uh, my direction was not going to the lake my direction was to take the flight to United States and uh, and the uh, uh, if why uh, I have seen my father in heaven and uh, it have been I have seen some people that I know was have been drinking alcoholic and people that have been bad people but uh, when I see them they are in the uh, they are in the age before they started to drinking so much and before they did the crime. So in that way they they live in in heaven in that way that they have been cleaned up uh, in that way that those years of bad years they have had this is very important as the spirit is on me also. He wants you to understand this. Those that those years they walk in the wrong direction. You those those people that you know about those years is erased from from them. So they stop in that age just before they started to to be bad people that do not what God wanted them to do. So they in that way they can be in heaven but they are going to be in the, uh, in young age most of of them because they 
didn't do crimes when they were very young. For I, I have seen my father. Um, he maybe was 20 years old, like that. But I knew it was my father. And then I have found a picture of him when he met my mother when he was 20. And he looked like the, the, that man I have seen sometimes in heaven. And why he is in heaven is because uh, just uh, before the highest priest came to me and talked to me in my home, he, uh, it was uh, six spirits that come and talk to me. And they, all of these six spirits were asking me to forgive them. So it's very, very important that you try to forgive people. In that way they can stay in heaven. And uh, as I heard now that they, they are going to stay in heaven in that age before they did bad things. And... Um, so my father was there. He was the first that come through because he was in that way to go before everyone. He was so selfish. And he come and, and asked me for forgiveness that he was never with me. He was not at home and was the father the real father for me. Uh, and I asked him about the pedophile he did. And he said he never penetrated me. I didn't know that word, but after that he said that to me in year 2000, do I remember that word, penetrate? It means they they go in into the body. They penetrate with what they have between their legs. But he said he didn't do that. But it was bad enough that he touched me in all kind of ways. And he was on his way to penetrate me when I was a teenager. I saw it. And... Uh, but I say I had hard to forgive him, and that's maybe why he he have never coming and talked to me. I have seen him, but he have not talked to me like my mother had talked to me, but he have not talked to me, and it's maybe that's why, because he tried to hide what he had done, but I told him that he was a pedophile and uh, why he did that to, to his own daughter. And, uh, but he, he was forgiven because I say I forgive him. So he, he, uh, he got a ticket to heaven uh, and I couldn't 
I couldn't tell any of them that I didn't forgive them because it was so much love streaming around in the room where I was and they were talking to me. So it was like forerunning. The room was full of love before they come through and ask for forgiveness. So it helped me a lot to forgive. When the love placed into my heart for them. So that's was be, I told you this because of my father's day was today when he left his earthly life to be, come to wait for me. He was waiting for me in 30 years for me to say that I forgive him. And so he, they are somewhere to, and waiting also to be judged. And I understand that, uh, that in the judgment that took place for my father, they say they didn't want to forgive him for what he had done to my life. But they were merciful because they told my father that if the one that you have hurt most in your life will forgive you, we will also forgive you. That's what I did. I helped him into heaven or else he had not been in heaven. So it's very important for you to forgive even whatever they have done to you. You need that um, for the love of, of uh, God's creation. Thank you for listening and God bless you.